Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. We've got a great guest here today for Song of the Soul. Michael R.J. Roth writes his songs on the deep end of the meaning pool, and his tone has the same depth, so that some have called him a cool, dark troubadour. His voice ranges, sometimes recalling the tones of a Gordon Lightfoot or Johnny Cash, and sometimes a bit of John Prine. But what's especially wonderful is how, after retirement from a number of professions, including especially that of a diplomat, Michael launched into full-time music production around 65, and he's put out more than nine albums, so you know he has a lot to say. In fact, you can be sure there'll be more for Michael and me to talk about that can fit in this 55-minute broadcast, so be sure to look for the bonus excerpts on northernspiritradio.org. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's show as we head to Rio Rancho, New Mexico via Zoom for a visit with Michael R.J. Roth. Michael, it's a real pleasure to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I appreciate you having me on. Well, the reason I have you here, Michael, is because of your music, but your life is so filled with other labor that you've done. I mean, you've dug ditches, you're paralegal, and a number of other things, in particular, your connection with foreign countries, foreign service. Talk a little bit about that. You know, how does music travel along with this? Is this always background soundtrack of your life or what? You know, I think it's really valuable to have experience doing physical labor and service jobs. I mean, you know, people complain about I'm a musician I'm an actress but I'm waiting tables you know those are really good jobs to have had <laughs> you know or to have even you can enjoy them but you know you've got to learn how to do things that you don't want to do and you got to learn how to do things that other people want you to do because you have to learn what's valuable I think that Catholics are really good at this thing is that the dignity of work no matter what you do and then, you know, you go to a, a Zen monastery and they, they're basically having you clean toilets and wash dishes and stuff like that, you know. So that's because you got to be grounded, you know. you got to find eternity in a grain of sand. If you want to learn something spiritual, you know, the best way to do that is by serving others. That doesn't make you any less of a person. It can make you a great person, you know. But at least have that experience and know what it's like before you start trying to tell other people what to do or giving advice. You know, the things that most people in the world are dealing with. You know, you got 7 billion people, and if you think things are hard here, I mean, go to... Uh, <laughs> go live in Togo or Cameroon, right? <laughs> right. India. I visited India once, you know, and I lived in Africa and Middle East. And honestly, I, I got off the plane and just the drive from the airport to the hotel, I started thinking, there's no way to fix this. You know, it's immense. <laughs> yeah, it's immense. Just people on the sidewalks everywhere and just incredible masses of people in poverty and so on. So get some perspective, you know. I mean, I don't think you can really write good songs. You can write songs. You, know, you can write hit songs, but you're not going to write good songs until you know 
stuff about how all the issues people have to deal with in real life. When you're in a situation where there is no hope, you know, and you're just trying to get on day by day. And, and, you know, one of the interesting things is you don't find suicide in the third world, which is so strange. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but like you'd think you'd have uh, millions of people killing themselves just because they can't know, but they're trying to live, you know, and it's only when you get into these first world countries where you find this epidemic of suicide. I have a theory about that. The reasons most of us feel desperate enough to consider anything like killing yourself, it's because of invisible things we don't have. You know, I was going to achieve great glory and now I don't have it. It's an invisible thing. When you're focused on real physical things, they're attainable. The invisible things are so ephemeral that I think that that takes a chunk of your heart out when you get too attached to them. That's my experience living in Togo when I was Peace Corps is people are really engaged and they know what they've got to do and I've got to get this meal. And that's a much more achievable objective than greatness, glory, yeah. uh, whatever, <laughs> perfection. Right. It's like the next meal. Well, the reason we have Michael R.J. Roth here today is to share music, your song of your soul. And we got to get into that so that we won't have to cut out too much of it. There's always the possibility that if we go too long, that some of this will show up as bonus excerpts on the northernspiritradio.org website. Why don't you get us started with your first song? I'm going down my list here, which I, I picked these not so much as... I try not to preach in my songs or anything like that. I try to present things that give the listener something to explore. And just to keep breathing is something I wrote last year that uh, probably was influenced by COVID, although I don't think of it as a COVID song. But, you know, it's just that whole thing of like struggling with what's your life all about. And that's really <laughs> got me going on this. I find I get into these characters. One of these people, I'll be sitting at a restaurant and I'll see somebody looks interesting. And all of a sudden I'll have this whole novel in my mind about what that person is like and what they're doing. But kind of think this is as a New Mexico song in a way, but I don't think it, it is. Is really, I think it's a universal song about having to deal with life. I don't want to say a whole lot about because, you know, it's like the stuff that you say is just like it's going to taint whatever they hear. Well, we'll go right into the first song for Michael R.J. Roth's Song of the Soul. His website, by the way, folks, is easyheroes.com. This is from his latest release, Ruins of Our Age, just released this past year. Just to Keep Breathing. Got a city job, non-approbation and parole She got it out of high school, maybe 20 years ago The girlfriends she knew then are all married off Except the one in prison and the one that owns a flower shop She has a boyfriend, she keeps in a photo Floats by down a dark, empty street. A discarded wrapper from somebody's dream. In a world that's protected by rockets and comes to an end. In the words of the prophet, she can't believe the things she believes in and sings. Just to keep breathing La-da-da-da La-da-da-da 
at the table in the kitchen. She picks apart some chicken bones for a vision of the virgin or some kind of woman. Cottonwood branches beat time on the shutters. A lowrider stalks with the thunder of drummers. She waits for tomorrow, but morning has broken. The future floats by down a dark, empty street. A discarded wrapper. From somebody's dream, in a world that's protected by rockets, and comes to an end. In the words of the prophet, she can't believe the things she believes in and sings, just to keep breathing. And her family tell her she's pretty. When she looks in the mirror, it's cracked and it's dirty. She sleeps in a bedroom where somebody died once. There's nothing to fear, according to science. And her lips are the color of violence. Future floats by down a dark, empty street. A discarded wrapper from somebody's dream. In a world that's protected by rockets, and comes to an end. In the words of the prophet, she can't believe the things she believes in and sings. Just to keep breathing. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. I realize I pronounced the name of that song wrong. It's actually just to keep breathing with an apostrophe there at the end, it, because it's uh, yeah. Ran out of breath at the end of that sentence, huh? Well, yeah. Also, it uh, frankly, it's it's a technical thing that I had to uh, rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and you've taught creative writing, literary magazines. You've done all of this stuff. That I think your curriculum vitae is pretty long, isn't it? What's your connection with probation and parole? Do you know people there? Are you connecting with them? Is supportive? No, I was just driving by it once, and I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And then all of a sudden, um, there was this person. And, you know, I, I don't know if you channel them, you know, or or what, but there's something, you know, it's like I felt like there was a person there, and I needed to tell her story. She gets out of prison. She keeps her boyfriend in a photo. They're pretty captivating images. And as you said, you, do you feel like you actually channel them? You're actually exploring something that's there, even if you don't happen to have firsthand knowledge? 
I feel like there is someone, and I'm trying to tell their story. And this is obviously not a real person. I mean, this isn't, ba- I mean, not obviously maybe, but uh, I didn't base it on a specific person. But over the years, you know, you get to know people in many different situations. You know, I've worked in government, state government, federal, and just known people. You know, you know the stuff that they're going through and what they're having to deal with. And I don't know. I, I originally thought maybe of this song of being this probation maybe officer falling in love with one of her people, you know, but uh, it didn't turn out that way. It took a different direction. And there are some songs you write and some songs you follow. And this was one of the songs that I followed. Most of these are the kind of songs that uh, I felt like you grab a live wire and, and you're, you're trying to experience that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I think we better give our listeners an example of another sample from your music that maybe will lead them in that direction. Maybe will blindside them. What's next? The Ruins of Our Age. This came out of a, of a song assignment at a, at a folk conference, and you know where they give you a prompt, and then you have to write a song in like three or four days and perform it. Somehow I came up with this. I mean, they, I'm sure it uh, was not what most people would have written from this song. But um, Wait, what was the prompt? The prompt was an embarrassing moment. So I got started on something, and then, I don't know, it, for me it's just, you know, starting something, but then it, it ends up in a different direction. It's like, I, I don't feel like I've really written a song until it's somehow tied together. I like to have that ground level view you know the the thing where that puts you in the movie you know so you you're looking around and you're seeing what's there like i like a lot of sensuality in my songs but then i also like to do this thing where i'm stepping back and looking at it from an eagle eye perspective too and so i tried to combine that in this song i don't know if it succeeds but uh, i think the ruins of our age people like the hook line in that and once i knew i had that it, it felt like a real song and i think it rings true it's it's a common story falling in love falling out of love right now i think our listeners want to hear the ruins of our age by michael rj roth Again, website, easyheroes.com. Here is title track of his latest CD, The Ruins of Our Age. He put the sky in his pocket In case he needed a way out He had a plan A girl down at the diner Where all the girls hang out He knew a good thing when he saw one She had that shimmering skin He felt naked in the Garden of Eden Dreaming up an original sin Amid the gleaming machines That ride to lonely places And the buildings that keep us encaged We never seem to manage to be who we may to be And we are the ruins of our age His dreams caught on her finger Like string on the motor of a boat And he believed he had to linger While she untangled the words in his throat 
But all his doubts and insecurities Made the passion turn lukewarm She caught him down Then she released his heart Like a kite in a lightning storm He fell on a hard truth That broke his heart The world is sustained By the whispers of lovers When they go silent Under the covers The world falls apart Amid the gleaming machines That ride to lonely places And the buildings that keep us encaged We never seem to manage To be who we mean to be And we are the ruins of our age Yes, we are the ruins of our age We've got Michael R.J. Roth here today for Song of the Soul. His website, by the way, is easyheroes.com, and you'll find a link right there to his latest album, The Ruins of Our Age. We just heard the title track. And, Michael, could you tell me right away, Easy Heroes, where does that come from? That's something, actually, that was a collection of poems that I put together maybe around college age, you know, and, of course, never published it. But the title... Easy Heroes. I think it was playing off Leonard Cohen's Beautiful Losers. <laughs> it's sort of inverse kind of thing, you know. I just liked it. I've used it when my friend Harry Wolf and I were playing in Santa Fe back in the 80s. We used that as our band name. and I started calling collection of my songs, Songs for Easy Heroes, which is the name of my publishing company, which is me. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just sounded cool. That's all. So the song we just listened to, The Ruins of Our Age, I think all of us can be heroes, particularly in our relationships. We think of saving the world. Actually, with the kids in the Quaker meeting right now, doing a series, the Legion of Quaker Superheroes. But a couple of the ones we've talked about is just people doing very average things. But how do you, in this situation, how do you be a hero? There's so many ways along the way that we can engage in heroic behavior and in relationships in our love relationships in our family relationships it's particularly available to all of us to do that yeah and it's ironic in a way because the i think the sense of this song is that we fail in that that's why we are the ruins of our age we never seem to manage to be who we who we mean to be we are the ruins of our age it's like, you know, trying to contrast that with people think of great civilizations and they talk about these ruins like Greece and Egypt and places like that. And they, what they think of is buildings, you know, the ruins are buildings, but really it's the people that make something great or not great. So this is just kind of a reflection on just something as simple as trying to fall in love with somebody, you know. My favorite line in that song is, the world is sustained by the whispers of lovers. When they go silent, under the covers, the world falls apart. Which, right away, my mind goes to the song, There's a Kind of Hush All Over the World Tonight, The Sound of Lovers in Love. There you go. It's, just, it's the same idea, yeah. 
Folks, we're going to rush into some more music by Michael R.J. Roth in a moment, but I want to remind you, you are listening to Song of the Soul. Our website is northernspiritradio.org. Sixteen and a half years of our guests for Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action are on the site. Please come check them out. Follow the links. You can type in michaelrjroth.com and you'll get to his website, which shares the domain name with easyheroes.com. But you can also find those links always on our website for all of our guests past 16 plus years. You can find a place to post comments. We love two-way communication. Please do that. There's a place where you can donate. That's how this full-time work is supported. It's by your donations, not by government and not by corporations. It's because you, the listener, value this. So please do come, right? We're doing our end-of-year fundraising right now. And please remember to support the local community radio stations who carry our programs all across the United States. It's so wonderful to have programs which are really energized, supplied, and they speak to the needs and the existence of the local community. So community radio stations, please start by supporting them. Again, Michael R.J. Roth is here We've been kind of ambling through a lot of talking as we've been getting started here. And so, folks, there will be bonus excerpts on the northernspiritradio.org website. I'm going to try and move us along somewhat more quickly now so we can get in as much music as possible. And don't forget the quiz at the end of the show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael's created a whole lot of music. The interesting thing, by the way, that people might not realize, they might have think with, you know, nine plus full albums out there that this must have been your sole pursuit. You've jumped back into it at the age of 65. And a lot of people, that's not particularly obvious. You haven't got the hormones and the drive of an 18-year-old to bring yourself out that way. Have you questioned your sanity yet? Yes, uh, right from the start, actually. You know, I mean, I just knew it was going to be a crazy thing to do. But there I was, you know, retired and I had enough money to feed myself and pay for the rent. And I just thought if I were 20 years old and I was in this situation, what would I be doing? And I said, well, yeah, I'd be doing what I did when I was 20, <laughs> singing singing these songs, you know, and writing songs and so on. And I hadn't written anything for a while, but I started writing. And once I did, it was like it just kept on coming. Actually, today's the anniversary of my mother's death, which, oddly enough, is tied to winning the first, got first place in the Christian Song Contingent category in the Dallas Songwriters Contest. And I kind of felt like it was my mother watching over me, you know, <laughs> and, and, and saying goodbye with a good thing. She was a great lady. So that was a, uh, an encouragement, you know, and I embarked on this partly, I think, as a spiritual journey, asking, like, what are the desires of your heart? And it's like, this was one that I had, uh, had not fulfilled. I, even though I had been doing music for many, many years, I thought this is what I needed to do. And, and I kind of had these confirmations or affirmations or whatever from, you know, over the years. And, you know, I didn't know if I had anything good in me. I haven't won any Grammy Awards or gotten any cuts on top 40 albums, but I have won a number of song contests and, you know, they kept on coming. So that was very encouraging. And so I started doing that. Actually, I had to start all over again, uh, going to open mics and learning how to be on stage again. It was surprisingly difficult for me to get back to even remembering my songs, the ones I had already written from the past. So we went through that training thing. Songwriter Association of Washington was a great organization and very encouraging in that. 
So, and then I, we moved out to New Mexico again after a couple of years because my kids were out here. And so I had to start all over again here, you know, <laughs> doing that. So we always having to re- restart. Learning about this new music industry, this whole different landscape of the way things were, you know, and trying to find out where the doorways and where do you walk through and all this, you know. And you can't sell cassette tapes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or CDs, you know, <laughs> you can't really sell anything. It's like maybe some merch or something like that, or I don't know. But that's why it has to be, I think, for a real songwriter, I think it has to be a calling, a vocation, not a job. I mean, you can do it as a job, and you can make a bunch of money. Probably some people that do it as a job probably make more money than the people that don't. Does it pay better than being a diplomat? No, actually not. <laughs> I didn't think so. How long were you a diplomat? 14 years. Yeah, diplomat sounds very fancy, and of course there's a whole uh, spectrum of diplomats, and you know, so um, everything from being the ambassador to being the uh, guy that carries the luggage for the incoming senator's wife's shopping trip. So it, <laughs> there's a there's a whole spectrum of things, but it's a great job. <clears throat> Got to do a lot of things. Worked on the bird flu pandemic in Cairo, you know, and through uh, national government near collapses and so on, and uh, uh, all kinds of, of things. A lot of human rights was my particular. Focus. Focus and that gives you a lot of material about human nature. Well, then, since you were given all this material, not only by your diplomatic work, but the rest of your life, why don't you give us another example in your songs? Things that you get used to. A song that I wrote with my friend Harry Wolf. I mentioned him earlier. We used to play together in Santa Fe, but have gone different paths, mainly for family reasons. You know, we keep writing over the years, you know, on and off. And this was uh, one that happened as a result of him almost getting killed, was stabbed. He keeps dying and coming back, you know, there were a few <laughs> So he sent me some, some words, and uh, I riffed on that and blew them up and made it into this song, and it's just kind of a reflection on, you know, life and dying and getting old. And it's also on Ruins of Our Age, and it starts out with this line, dying's not as easy as it used to be. And I guess in Harry's case, that's particularly obvious, but... <laughs> Maybe for the rest of us, too. We'll go right into it. It's by Michael R.J. Roth, co-written with Harry Wolf. And here is The Things That You Get Used To. Dying's not as easy as it used to be. Living's just a habit I fell into. The future that I planned is just a memory. Ain't it funny about the things that you get used to? Dark clouds and a raging wind Gonna bring a drive and rain But you won't budge an inch until it moves you You can bleed and wait to die Without feeling any pain Ain't it funny about the things that you get used to? I regret the words I didn't say Lying in your bed Knowing that without them I would lose you I fell into your arms You just left me there for dead Ain't it funny about the things that you get used to And I'm standing on the shoreline of an ocean I can't see Waiting for the tide to roll on in 
I might need to make a stand or find a dream to set me free. But I'm not giving in. The silent breeze sneaks up on me in the dead of night. The ghosts of every heart I brought the blues to. And the stars look down like angels trying to teach my soul to fly. Ain't it funny about the things that you get used to? Yeah, it's funny about the things that you get used to. On the website easyheroes.com, you'll find the music and a lot more information about Michael R.J. Roth, including his latest release, The Ruins of Our Age, and that song, The Things That You Get Used To, is one of the songs on that newest release. As you said already, Michael, you co-wrote this song with Harry Wolf and a lot of others. Back in the 1980s, you did a lot of work together, I think. Have you kept that up all along over the years? Yeah, on and off. I mean, it's been erratic. And we've written kind of more in the last few years. But a lot of those songs are on my album, uh, Santa Fe. There's a number of them there. As I say, Harry had released this thing called Maker of Love back in the 90s, but it uh, was on cassette and uh, never made it past that stage. There are a few others that you can find on my website. But yeah, Harry's one of the people I wrote with. I've written with a few people. Like, I thought, thought of that song as like a haiku, you know, or maybe uh, Wallace Stevens' poem, uh, 13 Ways of Looking at a Blackbird. It doesn't follow a, a straight narrative. This sort of like a series of events and uh, images. But I kind of liked it the way it came out. And I think probably for me the key line in that song is, I'm standing on a shoreline, the shoreline of an ocean I can't see, waiting for a tide to roll on in. For me, that's what getting older and facing that, inevitability of death is like let's go on with some more music from michael rj roth next up is a bat flying in the night this is my moby dick of songs i tried to like throw everything into this song well one of the things i i noticed about this song is it's the one that i've heard by you that your voice is closest to Gordon Lightfoot. Was he an influence for you or something along the way? I mean, you seem to have some of his vocal styles or something in there. Probably. I mean, I I liked Gordon Lightfoot. I, I think I was like in high school when his uh, hit songs came out. But then there was that Peter, Paul, and Mary did uh, Early Morning Rain, you know. So And I used to perform that song as part of my set, you know, because I could do it. <laughs> and I never really thought of myself as sounding like Gordon Lightfoot. But I do get that a lot for some reason. I, but that's fine. It's up to the audience to decide those things. I just try to get away with whatever I can. I never thought of myself as a singer and performer that wasn't I just didn't see myself in that kind of role but I had to do it because nobody else will sing my songs <laughs> actually a few people do but um, so you think of yourself first as a writer yeah and then I had to learn how to to sing <laughs> to do this you know and I'm still learning you know and it's different and then your voice changes and you do different things but basically you know kind of like John Prine you know just trying to put stuff out there and hope that something sticks to somebody you know in a nice way want something to stick to somebody that's quite an image with a bat flying in the night (laughs) i know i know and and my wife hates that but you know i came up with this thing of like i'm like a bat flying in the night singing songs to find out where i am 
And I kind of used that phrase for a while, and I thought, you know, I better put that in a song. So uh, I finally did. It took me a long time to write that song. You know, some of these songs, you know, you'll have like 20 or 30 pages of lyrics that you have to distill down. And this was one of those. Well, here is the song about flying in the night. It was released by Michael R.J. Roth on his album, I've Been Dragging These Old Songs Around, about flying in the night. I've been dragging these old songs around Like suitcases of clothes that smell like hell I've got a feeling that the devil has been on to me He knows about the stories I can never tell Shadow on the floor is staring back at me Daring me to make my getaway From all the shady figures I pretend to be And then there is that better man Standing in my way As all my fantasies take flight Leaving me with nowhere else to stand I'm like a bat flying in the night Singing songs Find out where I am I pick up songs like sentimental snow globes Souvenirs from an antique shop That come to life whenever they are shaking And settle down in frozen time The moment that you stop You could say there's nothing in the desert Well, maybe it's just something you don't see Like the man who walked away from Galilee Wondering what rising from the dead might really mean As all my fantasies take flight Leaving me with nowhere else to stand I'm like a bat Flying in the night Singing songs To find out where I am I see the stars that shine Like guided missiles Falling softly Through the evening skies In an atmosphere Of unexploded wishes And the unexpected love It always takes me by surprise The Milky Way is stretched across the heavens Fragile as a single strip of gauze Fantastic as the stories that are written On a thin page of the Bible Between nothingness and God As all my fantasies take flight Leaving me with nowhere else to stand I'm like a bat flying in the night Singing songs to find out where I am 
There are many intriguing lyrics and images in that song, A Bat Flying in the Night, by Michael R.J. Roth, website easyheroes.com. The one that grabbed me, particularly Michael, was like the men who walked away from Galilee wondering what rising from the dead might really mean. That evokes some really important things in you. It speaks something from you. Yeah, that's actually from a Bible passage, you know, where Jesus is talking about being the resurrection and the life and so on. And the end of that chapter is, and they walked away discussing amongst themselves what rising from the dead might mean. And, you know, here they had just (laughs) been told about it. (laughs) And, And I guess part of this song is about seeing what's in front of you. You know, often I'd be staring out into the desert and, you know, what's here? What can I write a song about? What's this is just sitting here, you know, you know, and there's a line before that that says, you know, you might say there's nothing in the desert, but maybe it's just something you don't see. I think that's kind of what this song is about. It's partly about the nature of songwriting and that, you know, we're kind of making things come into existence, you know. But, you know, a song is only there as long as somebody's singing it, and then it stops. And the world is like that. I mean, if you, uh, I don't know if you believe in God, but the biblical teaching on that is God created the world by speaking it into existence and sustains it through his word. If he stops doing that, it stops existing. It's just like this is, you know, we are the song of God, you know. Now you can go back to the Bhagavad Gita and other things for that idea that everything is just sound, you know, everything is just the word, which is, I think, an intriguing idea. And in writing songs, I think a lot of what we're doing is trying to find that meaning that we talked about earlier, you know, what, find out where I am, find out who I am, find out what I am. So you, you speak it out and, you know, what comes back to you is maybe reaffirm some of that. Well, give us some more of that spiritual dimension. I think it's in all of the songs that you chose for today's Song of the Soul and the hundreds others that you didn't choose probably have it too. Yeah, I think it kind of suffuses a lot of what I do. I don't think I could write a song without having at least some thought about, you know, a spiritual dimension in, in it. Cold Wind Blows, uh, originally I said, was a, a song on the, the album Naked to the Truth, the called When I Rise. And honestly, my, my kids like that version better. But I kind of always felt like, oh, you know, I should write a chorus to this or something, you know. And so I eventually did. And that's um, <clears throat> what this is. Cold Wind Blows. I don't know that the chorus adds that much, but once you listen to it first and then see if you think it's a spiritual song, I don't know. We'll do that. Listen to Michael R.J. Roth's song, The Cold Wind Blows. When I rise, I will return to the cold eye of the dawn, reminding me. Time begins from the moment you were gone since the day I gazed on you. I can bear no other sight. You're like the true light of the moon.
could heal Nor could it shield me From my feet And on the day I felt your love Dissolve my heart Like so much rust It was like rain Out on the field Raising grain up from the dust And the cold wind blows And the evening sky Is suddenly aflame And the only sound is mine You go to easyheroes.com and you look for the album, What We Really Mean When We Say Love. I think that's the best way to track down this song, The Cold Wind Blows. As you mentioned, Michael, before, it was also the, the same tune, whatever, was When I Rise. This one's got, though, the chorus that ends with, The Only Sound Is My Beating Heart Echoing Your Name. I noticed, by the way, that a lot of your songs are, well, they're at least deep, bit sonorous, often like that one, you know, towards a minor key, that kind of thing. And you mentioned people I think you were probably influenced by, admired along the way, John Prine. He always had a joke going in whatever words, even the most serious songs, and he's got some really great ones that are serious. He's always got some kind of a humorous twitch in there. So let's go on to another song by Michael R.J. Roth. What's next? Dream-laden lady, song that took 40 years to write. I started writing it and couldn't get anywhere and forgot about it for 40 years and then started writing it again. <laughs> How it got prompted, I guess, was, well, it starts off, so many nights I've stared at the moon waiting for love in the morning light. And I guess I did have a tendency of standing outside staring at the moon. I don't know, it's just one of those fun things I do, you know. 
Well, that verse continues right on, and then it says, Then I saw the divine Holy Spirit shine down like a floodlight aimed straight at me. Is this a real experience for you? Well, the Holy Spirit is a real experience. In this song, I was trying to figure out. That actually went through a couple iterations, and I was thinking, like, was this song about the moon? You know, no, it's not. It's like, what God is telling us, you're crying out for love. What God will speak to you through your spirit, if you're listening, is that it comes from you. You have to love. If you want to feel love, you have to love. You have to do it. That's how it started off, you know. It's got quirky, very quirky um, narrative. (laughs) And the song is Dream Laden Lady. It's from what we really mean when we say love. It's being sung, shared, written by Michael R.J. Roth. I have stared at the moon Waiting for love in the morning light And then I saw the divine Holy Spirit Shine down like a floodlight aimed straight at me Oh, my dream-laden lady, come carry me home I've gone blind and your life is so luminous I'm afraid of the darkness Afraid that it's mine Open my eyes I've been haunting down nightlife Feeding on their dreams Many times I've been thrown to the ground Like a bull-baiting clown In a rodeo How many times Can I rise up So crumpled and tossed Like a love letter Thrown away Oh my dream-laden lady Come carry me home I've gone blind And your life is so luminous I'm afraid of the darkness Afraid that it's mine Open my eyes I've been hunting down nightlife Feeding on their dreams Is burning the sins of the world, and we are all waking to sin again. How many times can the sun rise to sanctify us before the last trumpet blows? Oh, my dream laden lady, come carry me home. I've gone blind. And your life is so luminous I'm afraid of the darkness Afraid that it's mine Open my eyes I've been hunting down nightlife Feeding on their dreams
today for Song of the Soul. Our guest is Michael R.J. Roth. You can find a link to his easyheroes.com website from northernspiritradio.org. Always come to our site to try and track down our guests from these past 16 and a half years. That song was Dream Laden Lady, album What We Really Mean When We Say Love. And I don't know if that's even important to announce these albums anymore since people can always access individual songs these days. But on easyheroes.com, you'll find a whole lot of music by Michael. That one in some ways struck me particularly deeply. In some ways, I'm tempted to think of it as a simple love song, but I have a feeling that anything that comes from Michael R.J. Roth is not going to be simple. He doesn't do it that way. It's always got the deep undertones and overtones and the deep tones because the vocal rage he sings in. And by the way, Michael, I'm not assuming you know who David Massengill is, but your voice can now get compared to his as well. There's a song of his called Number One in America, which I think you should listen to. It's a, it's a pretty wonderful song. And I think you'll recognize from this song, probably a 50% your voices would be interchangeable. I believe I've looked him up before, you know, and I, I know I've heard of him. And yeah, thank you. Well, I hate to rush it because I, I'm quite aware that we could talk for a long time, Michael. I know that there are going to be bonus excerpts on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website because you and I have a lot to talk about. And these songs all come with a pedigree of insight and ruminations and creation. So, folks, do check out the full uncut version of this interview on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. And also, you can just listen to the bonus excerpts that didn't make it to the broadcast version. One last song. How do we end it? Reach for the Skies has long been one of my favorites, and it's, I think, favorite of a few. It's like Ray Wiley Herbert I heard about in uh, Austin City Limits uh, not long ago, and he, he commented, like, people that like my songs have a peculiar taste, you know. I think this is one of those songs that, again, it's just, you know, uh, Frederick Garcia Lorca talks about duende, where the spiritual and the material world come together, you know. You're walking between two worlds in a way, and I kind of felt like this song was doing that. I don't know why I set off about it except the opening of the song, you know. The alley is littered with slogans that never came home from the war, and every dark window is broken by a promise of light on the floor. That put me in a, in a mood, maybe. And it's a very simple song, but the words lend themselves to sort of inducing a meditative state. <laughs> or disrupting one, depending on how you, you, like, you perceive my songs. <laughs> I think it'll induce one for me. And folks, again, website, easyheroes.com. That's where you find Michael R.J. Roth. There's a wealth of music. I mean, you've got nine-plus albums, a lot of singles out there. There's a whole wealth of music of his that we haven't been able to touch up today for Song of the Soul. And as his renewed career goes to retirement and all of a sudden he takes on a bigger full-time job than he ever had before, he's produced so much music since his retirement. I'm thankful he has and that you've brought it here today to share with us for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Michael. Speaking of people starting late in life, there are a group of us that formed a thing called Get Off My Lawn. We're dedicated to promoting older musicians. So that's on Facebook if you want to join the group. Get Off My Lawn. Well, again, I'm thankful that you joined our lawn here today for Song of the Soul. It's been great having you. We'll go out with Last Song by Michael R.J. Roth. It's called Reach for the Sky. It was on Naked to the Truth. And we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. Reach for the Sky. Reach for the sky.
for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul. And we can sing for 